I'm Paul Vogelzang, and welcome, welcome to the Not Old, Better Show. Today's show is brought to you by Palm Wonderful and Word Collect. As part of our Fitness Friday series, we are joined by returning guest, author, super athlete, multiple Ironman contestant. And as I say, returning guest to the Not Old Better show, a favorite of everybody in our audience, Dr. Ruth Heydrich. We have got a packed Fitness Friday episode today with longtime guest, Dr. Ruth Heydrich. Dr. Ruth Heydrich is a six-time Ironman triathlon finisher, holder of more than 900 gold medals from every distance, from 100-meter dashes to the 5K road races to ultramarathons and triathlons. Dr. Ruth Heydrich has competed more than 60 marathons all over the world, including Boston, New York, Moscow, and has held three world fitness records in her age group at the famed Cooper Clinic in Dallas, Texas. Dr. Ruth Heydrich was also named one of the top 10 fittest women in North America. Dr. Ruth Heydrich is author of Senior Fitness, A Race for Life, The Chef Cookbook, The Raw Book, several videos, and is co-host of a weekly talk show, Nutrition and You, on Kauai, Honolulu, Hawaii. Most recently, Dr. Ruth Heydrich is author of the brand new important book, Breast Implant Illness, A Living Nightmare, Dr. Ruth's Personal Experiences with Breast Implant Illness. Fascinating subject. You're going to want to know more about this. And to know a little bit more about Dr. Ruth, she's a graduate of UCLA. She has taught in the field of health and health sciences at the University of Hawaii and at age 47 was diagnosed with rapidly spreading breast cancer. Today, Dr. Ruth Heydrich is a plant-based vegan. She claims that this diet has saved her life. And she's here today to talk about the subject of breast cancer and breast implant illness, an important one for our Not Old Better Show audience. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show Fitness Friday episodes on radio and podcast, Dr. Ruth Heydrich. Dr. Ruth Heydrich, welcome back to the program. Thank you. It's good to be here again, Paul. It's good to talk to you. Happy New Year. Um, I'm talking to you today uh, from our home uh, on the East Coast of the United States. I know you are far away from me, and I hope I hope all is well there. I do know that your New Year has been fraught a bit, but I wish you the best and um, hope that your day is going well today. Well, in Hawaii, at least we always have good weather. <laughs> yes. Contrary to people elsewhere right now, from California to the East Coast. So, yeah. I'm yeah. Great it, for living in this beautiful state. Yes. And I know you are really very much of an outdoors person, a, a fitness, wellness, health oriented individual. We have talked before about all of your many. Um, accomplishments in in racing and iron the doing the 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 triathlete it, all of the stuff that you do iron man, iron man triathlon yeah. the the granddaddy of all triathlons again congrats on all of that we're going to talk today about uh breast implants and um and i and i hope You'll you'll catch us up a little bit because our last conversation was really about all of these wonderful health accomplishments and fitness accomplishments. Maybe tell us a little bit about your current health scare and um, and why 
everything surrounding this diagnosis and the treatment became so complicated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very complicated because, um, well, to back up, in 1982, shortly after being diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer, uh, the tumor was so big, they had to take, they tried to take just a lumpectomy, but they ended up taking the whole breast. And the other one, they said, because I was at such high risk for cancer in the other breast, so I agreed to a mastectomy. And they said, uh, and we can do some reconstruction of the breasts. Uh, we'll put in silicone breast implants, and then you'll be kind of back to normal. And I thought, oh, thank goodness, because having a diagnosis of breast cancer is bad enough, but having to put up with a mastectomy and, and, and being, quote, deformed, or I just felt terrible until, <clears throat> until they were able to, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> able to uh, get the implants in. It wasn't, it wasn't immediate because they took all the skin Things have changed the day they can do it immediately. So everything was well and good for years. Um, I did have to have them replaced in 2014 when I tripped and fell and ruptured one of the implants, uh, which was then a saline implant. And so they replaced them with these great new gummy bear textured implants, which uh, the plastic surgeon said, oh, this is a great improvement. And so I had them both replaced and uh, started having some weird symptoms. Uh, things like, uh, well, an autoimmune disease is one that your immune system detects foreign bodies in your system and it starts attacking them. And what I didn't know was that uh, these implants started having microgel leaks. The leaks consist of silicone tiny particles and heavy metals like mercury, lead, arsenic, cadmium, aluminum, platinum. And nobody knew this back at the time. And it just took a while before. Uh, the composite of all these symptoms was finally recognized. There is a sheet that's handed out to patients called the signs and symptoms of breast implant illness. It lists 55 of them. And what happens and why this is so wide ranging is because these uh, heavy metals and silicone get directly into your circulatory system. And you know that the circulatory system gets to every cell in the body. So symptoms range from the brain down to your big toes. And it, so that's why the symptoms are so wide-ranging. It's almost anything you can imagine. So when a patient goes to a doctor saying, how come I have uh, balance problems? How come I have brain fog? How come my hair's falling out? How come I have all these joint pains? How come I've broken seven bones in the last seven years? And they say, uh, well, they look at my age. I'm uh, soon to be 88 next month. And they say, oh, that's just aging. 
Well, maybe some of the symptoms are to some degree, but not to the degree that I was having them. I went to 14 different specialists from uh, dermatologists, uh, oh, the skin, three and four large-inch bruises from head to toe, arms, legs. And so each specialist, rheumatologist, uh, uh, neurologist, my balance, every one of these said, uh, your tests are all normal. You're, you're fine. It's just aging. Another one said that uh, it's stress. And I said, the stress came on after the symptoms, not before. I was doing fine before, doing triathlons and, and just uh, being fit and healthy, I thought. Finally, oh my gosh, I mean, go ahead. But oh, well, sorry to interrupt. I I know you to be very fit and healthy. This all must have come as just oh. a major surprise to you, and complications that are just not in your normal health uh, history. Exactly, and that's why I knew something was wrong, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Again, all the standard tests that they give are, you know, the blood test, blood pressure, uh, blood sugar, uh, iron, all these things. They're, they're all normal. And that's because there is no test yet for breast implant illness. It has been recognized. Uh, there have actually been two journal articles in PubMed, you know, very uh, respected. One of them, I'm looking at what, the first one in uh, 2020. 2020, silicone breast implants, historical medical error, and it lists all the symptoms. The second one came out January 2022, breast implant illness, scientific evidence of its existence. And finally, uh, there's a, a medical code. You know, when a doctor sees the patient, they have to have a code so they, they can bill the insurance company. And that's called the ICD, International Code of Disease. And they update it every year. So the old one was ICD-9, and the new one is ICD-10. And there it is, the code for breast implant illness. So it has been recognized, but it was not publicized. It was... Most doctors still don't believe it. In fact, my own doctor, <laughs> you know, the one that, uh, that I enrolled in the study back in 1982 where I had no chemo, no radiation, I just changed my diet to whole food, plant-based, vegan diet, and that reversed the mm -hmm, cancer. I remember. Pre prevented any recurrence. And I told him uh, of these symptoms when they first started. And, you know, he uh, kind of chuckled and said, well, that's what uh, my wife and I have to look forward to in a few years. And he <laughs> rushed it off. And then I kept getting frustrated. What, what's going on? What am I going to do? And one day, actually, it was April 4th, <laughs> 2019, I picked up a newspaper. The morning paper had just come in, opened it up. And on page two was a headline, Breast Implant Illness, a Nightmare. And I thought, that's silly. 
every, the FDA wouldn't have cleared these. Uh, the, silicone's inert. That's ridiculous. Uh, these women must be uh, paranoid or have some other. They probably smoke and drink and have a terrible diet. And I was about to forget it, and I thought, I'm curious. I wonder what they say. I started reading through all those symptoms, and I thought, oh, my God. It's my implants. They're foreign bodies. My body is attacking the heavy metals and everything that's dripped into the brain all the way down to the mitochondria, which explains the brain fog and the chronic fatigue. I wake up every hour uh, because one of the hormones in your brain tells your kidneys to shut down at night. Well, mine turns on the kidneys every hour all through the night. I have to get up to pee. And whether that's the reason or just the silicone getting into the mitochondria, I am chronically fatigued. It is so hard to get going and so depressing. And why do I feel so bad? I have learned that if I can start doing some exercise, literally, I start with wiggle my toes. Come on. That's still in bed. The least you can do is just wiggle your toes. And so I do that. And then I pump my ankles. And then I do circles. And then I do calf, quads, just just flexing them in bed. I do the glutes, and then I do the pecs. And by then, I've gotten started, and I start feeling better. So that's how each of my days have begun since about 20... Well, again, it was so gradual, because it takes a long time to reach a threshold. You can have a little bit, and your body can compensate. You can have a little bit of mercury into your heart muscle, and you may have slight arrhythmias, but it'll reach a point where it did with me where um, I'd wake up in the middle of the night with my heart going boom, 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 and then it would stop. And I'd say, oh, my God, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, boom, boom, boom. And I, what's going on with my heart? I got in to see a cardiologist, and he put one of these Zio heart rate monitors it, it sticks onto you for two weeks, and at the end, they take it off, and I had 30 episodes of what they identified as supraventricular tachycardia, and I, at least now I have a test that proves what's going on, and I said, what's causing this? And he said, I have no idea. It must be your age, and so I knew it wasn't that because... Uh, the the blue zones. I think most people are aware of yeah, the blue zones, sure. right? Definitely. And you know yep. they get to a hundred, and they don't have all these all these problems. And so I kept thinking, what am I going to do? Well, there's a doctor, uh, Brooke Goldner, who in medical school was diagnosed with lupus. It's an autoimmune disease, and I reached out to her, and uh, she said. Well, do the diet that I did to reverse my lupus. Well, it happened to be a whole food, plant-based vegan diet. Uh, I said, just what you I'm do. already on this diet, and I have been she for has. years. And she said, get leafy greens in a blender 
and pump them yourself full of leafy greens because that's the best food. So I've been doing that now for three years, and it has helped. And I've had uh, uh, urine tests, hair tests, and blood tests, and uh, and most of the tests are normal, but the urine test is provoked by they give you a drug you take it and then they check the urine you you can do this before and after sure enough i had all these metals in so um i have a sauna wow. at which i use most every day it's a one person portable sauna thank goodness and because uh, another doctor said the best way to get rid of heavy metals is sweat huh. and really sweat and so I, I've been doing that, and uh, I just keep trying. I, I used, to, you know, I've, I've done well a swim in the Ironman triathlon. Sure, it's two point four miles. I can barely do one or two laps in our small pool, and I reach the side, and I, oh, and then I'm out of breath, and I say, oh, maybe I can do one more lap. Well, it used to be when I was training, I'd get to uh, 10, 15 miles or whatever. Come on, just one more mile. But this time it was just one more lap, just one more whatever. And that's what I'm coping with right now. Hi, it's Paul. I mentioned that today's show is sponsored by Word Collect, the great game from Super Lucky. You know, we talk about this all the time on the Not Old Better Show Fitness Friday edition about keeping your body in shape. In this episode, and our guest, Ruth Heydrich, is all about that. It is so important, but it's also important to keep your mind sharp, especially these days. And I have been leveling up on my focus and my brain training with Word Collect. Word Collect is my new favorite game. It's a word puzzle app, and it is free, absolutely free. Word Collect has over 2,000 levels, so you never get bored playing. It starts easy, but it gets harder as you get better. Word Collect is so much fun. It's addicting. It's a way to keep my mind sharp, and it's a way to grow my vocabulary, too. I talk all the time, and so my vocabulary is important to me. Word Collect does that for me. Challenge yourself with this fun and addicting brain game. Right now, Word Collect is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. The online reviews for Word Collect are amazing. They're off the chart. I love playing. And my wife, Gretchen, who is super competitive at everything, we play together. And we have this great time competing with each other. Honestly, it's a lot of fun. So stop mindlessly scrolling through social media and keep your mind sharp. Just go to Apple or Google, whatever store you use, and search for Word Collect. So if you're like me and Gretchen and you want to get fit, just like our guest today, Ironman winner Ruth Heydrich, you want to get fit in the new year with your mind and your body? Download Word Collect for free today. That's Word Collect. Check it out. You'll find all of this information in our show notes. Hey, it's Paul. We'll be right back with our guest, but I want to take a moment and mention our generous sponsor, Palm Wonderful. You know, all of us in the Not Old Better Show audience know full well that the first step in taking care of your body and mind begins with eating and drinking right every day. And what better way to get your daily fill of antioxidant goodness than with delicious Palm Wonderful 100% pomegranate juice? 
with 700 milligrams of polyphenol antioxidants in every serving. This 100% juice from whole-pressed pomegranates helps protect your body against harmful free radicals. Palm contains no added sugars, preservatives, or fillers. It truly is health in a bottle. Drink it daily, feel it forever. We have been drinking Palm Wonderful 100% pomegranate juice in our house for a while. And for Thanksgiving, my wife made the palm salsa recipe instead of traditional cranberry jelly. Wow. We used palm juice and palm fresh fruit, and it was amazing. Just delicious. It's now our go-to palm salsa. To find delicious recipes and learn more about the antioxidant goodness of palm, visit palmwonderful.com. Thanks, everybody. We are back with Dr. Ruth Heydrich. Dr. Ruth Heydrich is a previous guest on the show and a fan favorite. She is also an author, a super athlete, multiple Ironman contestant, and she's written the wonderful new book, Breast Implant Illness, A Living Nightmare, an important book. Dr. Ruth, I want to go back and ask you, you know, that first fall where you replaced the saline implant, and again, this was done for reconstructive purposes. Right. When you replaced that saline implant with the silicon, that that's really what has led to this is is do you believe that the science is uh, you know attributes these conditions to the silicon versus the saline? What if you had just left the saline alone? What if it hadn't burst? Could you have could you have re um, you know, implanted another saline uh, version, or did you have to go with the silicon? And is the silicone what's led to all this? Oh, I, I could, have, could have easily stuck with the, the saline. However, where most people think that the saline must be safe, they don't realize that saline is just sterile salt uh-huh. water. And what they think encloses that water it's silicone. So it's in a and bag. In fact, because, yeah, yeah, the bag. Uh-huh. And uh, that water doesn't stay sterile. It develops mold and parasites. And so uh, when I ruptured the one on the right, and he said, we're going to replace both of them, he stuck a pin in the one on the left and let all that old contaminated saline be reabsorbed in my body. We had no idea back in 2014 that this was exactly the wrong thing to do. Now, people think, as I did, the FDA and and all the testing they do, that silicone is inert. It may be in a laboratory with 62 degrees temperature, but in the body at 98.6 temperature, it starts to degenerate that's uh, into the microgel leaks and also just deteriorates the tests were only for two or three years these stay in the body for many years off and on since my first reconstruction back in the early 80s you know i had had this exposure and i think it was just due to my very healthy lifestyle that the symptoms were overcome gradually up until the 2019 when I read that newspaper and that thought, oh, that explains 
everything. Gosh, so, I know that yeah. you you have a PhD in in health management, not, not an MD, but still very bright, uh, very uh, knowledgeable about these subjects. When did you really start to feel like you were getting attention from physicians that this BII is really what you've got? Do Do you think that they understand it now? Are the physicians um, no. No, you know, no. with you on on this, or, or are you just still advocating? Okay. Yeah. No, they haven't heard of it. Um, I've and my. <laughs> yeah, none of them have. There's been very little publicity. Although in 2019, when the FDA finally banned and recalled them. Oh, by the way, there's a link in my book to the briefing given by the researcher in Canada that came to the U.S. on its own dime to brief the FDA why the textured implants had to be recalled. So uh, he lists all those symptoms. And there's no way to get the silicone out of the body. That's the scary part. It gets into the brain. Well, the heavy metals, your body can help with the saunas and the good diet, but it can't get rid of the silicone because it becomes part of the structure. You cannot take out part of the brain. You cannot take part of the muscle. Uh, and all these, as far as I know, the silicone is, is there forever. In fact, uh, in one case, uh, one of the women with breast implant illness had a swollen lymph node in her armpit on the other side from where the cancer was. They did a biopsy, and the consensus was, quote, stuffed with silicone. So, there, you know, there's so much proof besides the articles. And in terms of my getting help, uh, I, I'm on my own because my PCP, uh, she'll listen to me and nod and then move on to another subject. And this is all really listed in your book, Breast Implant Illness, A Living Nightmare. We're going to put links so that we can have our audience go directly to your site to find out more information about the breast implant illness. But um, Dr. Ruth Heydrich, please please go on and tell us a little bit more about these available yeah. treatments, including you know, some of the stages of discovery that, that, that you found in this process, because I think our audience is going to be very interested in, in this. Well, the... the... Let me just go right to the <laughs> the burning question. Um, I'm uh, the speaker coordinator for our Vegan Society of Hawaii, and I get to invite uh, doctors who are uh, in lifestyle medicine, uh, which is a new specialty, and of course it promotes uh, a whole food plant-based diet. Are you familiar with Dr. Dean Ornish? Of course, yeah. Definitely. Of course. I'm glad to hear that. Um, not everybody is, but a lot of people are. He uh, had an audience with uh, Prince, now King Charles, in England. And in the, I had him as an interview two months ago. And uh, he's got that film clip, Dr. Ornish talking to uh, King Charles. Uh, he was the one when Bill Clinton was president and had uh, angina and heart problems, uh, Dean Ornish was the one who told him, change your diet. You know, heart disease causes, uh, is caused by eating animal foods. 
The same with type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, even, oh, one of the, I want to go in too many directions at the same time. (laughs) It's okay, it's okay. Um, One of the the questions was, what's your next research? It wasn't Ornish reversing heart disease, reversing prostate cancer. He said, we've got a study going on dementia, and I'm going to be announcing results soon, and I can hardly wait for that. Uh, But at the very end of the interview, I thought, do I dare? Yes, my only chance. Dr. Ornish, are you familiar with this new medical entity called breast implant illness? He said, yes, I am. I said, (laughs) you are? I said, all 14 specialists have never heard of it. How did you know about it? He said, I'm a doctor. I read all this information. I said, oh, for God, I am so grateful. And um, in that, that video with Dean Ornish is on our website, uh, bsh.org, BSH, Vegan Society of Hawaii, along with one of my interviews uh, that I did in March, uh, not specifically on breast implant illness, but uh, more on plant-fueled triathlete so that's, uh, you know, the word's going to spread. And in terms of treatment, at, at having a doctor that can advise me, I don't know of one yet. Yeah, so I, I'm just dealing with this on my own. There are several Facebook groups, and there are women who are in the same situation, had them removed. There's no real reconstruction for uh, mastectomy other than the deep procedure where they take uh, one of them is takes a muscle from the back and bring it around in front another is that they take body fat and make a, a mound on the chest uh, not always satisfactory so uh, there are a group of us that belong to this Facebook group called Fierce Flat Forward we are <laughs> proudly flat uh, we have this obsession in our society about breasts. In fact, the most frequently 16-year-old birthday present requested of daddy is breast implants. And that is so sad that that, uh, that we have gone in this direction of the worship of women's breasts. So hopefully that will get turned around. Are there other good sites and resources that you've found that you can share with our audience? Because we definitely want to find that uh, vsh.org interview as well as your own work, which we'll link to. And uh, again, your new book is Breast Implant Illness, A Living Nightmare. What else have you found oh, in the way of resources that you uh, think our audience can find helpful um, if, they're, if they're suffering from BII? The only... Other thing that that women who have breast implants and and think, oh my God, I've got to get mine out. Not just any surgeon can do it. It has to be a specialized procedure that a generalized plastic surgeon has to go through because you have to take the capsule out. What is the capsule? That's the body scar tissue that it forms surrounding the implant trying to wall it off. Well, that implant, the capsule, gets just as contaminated 
as everything else because the microgel leaks into the forming scar tissue. So that has to be removed at the same time. And that's a very hard procedure because sometimes they get attached, the capsule gets attached to the rib cage. And in my case, it was so close to the lung that the doctor, when I woke up after the surgery to have them explanted, said, uh, sorry, I couldn't get the whole capsule out because there was a risk of puncturing your lung, and I didn't want to do that. So that's another one of the complicating factors that people are just figuring out. So if you want to get your implants out, find a surgeon that there are some that do nothing but explants. Uh, They don't know how to treat it. They just know how to get as much of the capsule out as possible. Uh, Find a a surgeon who, there are some that still do implants and will say, okay, we'll do an explant. If they're still putting implants in, that's a real conflict of interest. Uh, There's so much money to be made in putting implants in in, for cosmetic reasons. Uh, I have a a relative who said, uh, I'm going to die with my implants in. There's no way I'm taking these out. Well, she doesn't know how true her statement is. I think she's going to die a lot sooner than she expects. So to sum up, that breast implants, silicone breast implants are a living nightmare, and I don't recommend them for anybody. Dr. Ruth Heydrich, thank you for your time and being so candid with us today about a subject that so many are just in the dark. You, you are have always been this paragon of health and, and finished six Ironman triathlons, set records, such a fitness and aerobics uh, expert. So, my gosh, we wish you the best, and please check back with us in in, uh, in in a few months so that we can kind of get an update as to how things are progressing and, and in particular how they're progressing for your health because we, we wish you the best. But um, please be safe and uh, let us know how you're doing. Great. Okay. Thank you, Paul, for your interest in this subject. My thanks to our sponsors today, Palm Wonderful and Word Collect. Please. Support our sponsors and check our show notes today for more details. My thanks to our guest, Dr. Ruth Heydrich. You'll find more information about Dr. Ruth Heydrich on our website, where there will be links to her books and other resources. But just as you heard from Dr. Heydrich herself, you can go to ruthheydrich.com and ask Dr. Ruth, and she'll respond quickly, privately, with all of her notable expertise. My thanks to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience on radio and podcast. Please be well and be safe, which I'm mentioning in every show because I want to bring attention to the issue of assault rifles, which aren't safe in anyone's hands but the military and law enforcement. Assault rifles are killing our children and grandchildren in the very places they learn, schools. Please, let's work together to eliminate assault rifles and let's do better. Let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast. Thanks, everybody. Please check out our episode show notes today, and we'll see you next time.